This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, one agency is looking to significantly enlarge in its workforce. The Pentagon is also on the hunt, this time for more acquisition professionals. And Veterans Affairs is making progress vaccinating its workers, but what about veterans themselves? These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Transportation Security Administration wants to hire 6,000 more officers as airport screeners. TSA is launching a national recruitment campaign to fill the jobs by this summer. The agency says it's expecting travel to pick up later this year based on the pace of COVID-19 vaccinations and normal summer travel. Full-time and part-time positions are open. TSA says it will participate in virtual job fairs and launch targeted recruitment efforts to fill open positions at 430 airports. If you want to start a career negotiating contracts for the U.S. government, the barriers to entry just got a lot lower. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. It's part of a bigger initiative the Defense Department calls Back to Basics. For the contracting workforce, initial certification requirements are being cut from 650 hours of training to just 200. The idea is to give tens of thousands of acquisition professionals who work for DOD just the fundamental skills they'll need and make the rest of their training a continuous learning process throughout their careers tailored to their actual jobs. The Pentagon plans to implement a similar overhaul for the rest of the acquisition workforce by October. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Veterans Affairs Department sees noticeable progress in vaccinating its workforce. Reaching the entire veteran population is another challenge. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco has more. VA says it's focused now on vaccinating the 9.3 million veterans who are enrolled in the department's health care system, but it does eventually want to reach every veteran. VA says the biggest challenge is having enough doses. The Department of Health and Human Services so far allotted 6 million vaccine doses for veterans, 400,000 for VA employees, plus additional doses to vaccinate 23,000 employees at the Department of Homeland Security. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says the Pentagon will look into the case of a female Marine who claims her sexual assaulter was allowed to stay in the Marine Corps. A TikTok video of the female Marine went viral late last week. In the video, the female Marine alleges that a commanding general decided to retain her assaulter despite an admission of guilt and previous decisions to discharge the assaulter. Austin called the video very disturbing, but says the Pentagon needs to get the facts on the matter. The Air Force is looking deeper into its race and diversity issues. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. The Department of the Air Force's Inspector General will conduct a follow-on review of race, gender, and ethnic disparities in the Air and Space Forces. The department already conducted a racial disparity review late last year. That review showed widespread gaps in punishment and promotion between races. The new review will take a deeper look into those issues after senior leaders emphasize the need for further analysis. The review will take about six months. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. The Justice Department won a $6 million settlement from a federal contractor for overbilling for IT services under the Homeland Security Department's Eagle contract. Justice announced Information Innovators, Inc. will pay to resolve allegations that a predecessor company, Creative Computing Solutions, Inc., or CCSI, violated the False Claims Act. DOJ says from October 2007 to April 2014, CCSI knowingly submitted claims for payment to DHS for work performed by its employees who lacked required jobs 
job qualifications. CCSI allegedly violated the terms of the Eagle contract by using underqualified personnel who were billed to DHS at higher rates reserved for more qualified employees. A progress report on how vendors are removing Chinese telecommunications products or services from their supply chain. Federal News Network's Jason Miller brings us the details. More than 99.9% of all vendors on contracts run by the General Services Administration have said they are not using equipment or services from Huawei, ZTE, or other prohibited Chinese telecommunications companies. Starting last August, Part B of Section 889 of the 2019 Defense Authorization Act went into effect. GSA's 889 Part B dashboard shows 263 vendors, most of which are small firms, have not met the requirements Congress laid out. In all, more than 16,000 vendors have said they met the supply chain risk management mandate. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Labor Department says the Occupational Safety and Health Administration will now be overseeing worker retaliation complaints filed under two new whistleblower statutes. Under the Criminal Antitrust Anti-Retaliation Act, OSHA will investigate whistleblower complaints of retaliation for reporting criminal antitrust violations to their superiors or the government. It will also be handling complaints of retaliation for those who report allegations that fall under the Anti-Money Laundering Act. It's not looking good for President Joe Biden's nominee to run the Office of Management and Budget. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia announced Friday that he would be voting against near attendance confirmation. Manchin called into question her ability to work in a bipartisan manner after reviewing years of social media activity attacking Republicans. Manchin's opposition leaves the administration needing support from one Republican in order to secure the confirmation. Tandon is a former advisor to Hillary Clinton and served as president of the liberal-leaning Center for American Progress. Congress gets set to honor a centenarian, and you might be part of it. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Friday was the 100th anniversary of the National Active and Retired Federal Employees Association. Now two bipartisan congressional resolutions honor that century of service. Virginia's Jerry Connolly and Pennsylvania's Brian Fitzpatrick introduced the House version. Maryland's Ben Cardin, joined by Oklahoma's James Lankford, introduced the Senate version. NARF started in 1921 when 14 recent federal retirees got together to start advocating a better retirement system. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.